When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This, this is the Porpoise Pod. Porpoise Pod. It's a podcast with a purpose. All dolphins. All the time. Touchdown! Now, here's your host, Brendan Tobin and Alejandro Solana. Welcome on in, everybody, to another edition of the Porpoise Pod Playoff Edition as your Miami Dolphins lose in the wild card round to the Buffalo Bills 34 31. It was a hell of an effort. It was a hell of a game, um, especially to come back from 17 nothing. You got to admire the balls on the team to make that kind of a comeback. Certainly, some opportunities they'll be kicking themselves about Solana, but this was not the 14 point spread blowout everybody was expecting um and i'm not a big moral victories guy but i was impressed with the game overall it was a great game there was a lot of uh definitely a lot of miscues i wouldn't say it was the cleanest game ever played but it was uh it was entertaining it was an entertaining playoff appearance and i think jim nance had like the uh the stat during the game that since their last playoff win the dolphins have been losing by a margin average of 17 points in their playoff games so it was good to have a playoff game that felt like it was going in that direction um, and and to feel like you had a chance there at the end. But your boots on the ground right now in hell in Buffalo. Sorry for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. How are you, you feeling right now, man? Um, it sucks, man. Like I bought in. I, I bought in once the Dolphins got a couple stops there late in the in the game. I'm like, OK, this is I know. possible. This is possible. Um, I'm with you, by the way, like that Jim Nanstat. Uh, this feels a lot better than every other playoff game. I was in Pittsburgh in 2016 to watch us get blown out and Matt Moore die on the field, and that was not fun. And then, you know, everybody remembers 08. That wasn't uh, fun. Nope. And then the loss to the Ravens what was at 2002, where I think we got blown out by the Ravens as well. Like, none of those were fun. So the Dolphins came out here and competed. And I don't – full disclosure, I had Bills minus 13 <laughs> coming into really? the game. Yeah, I'm a phony. I'm a total phony. You bastard. I know. So um, I I feel like this team competed, played their ass off, like this defense, just an insane effort. And, uh, and you know, even Skylar Thompson, I know the numbers weren't sexy offensively, but like credit to them for, for whatever reason, they were making plays and hanging in there and, and, and just gave themselves a chance. But I'm also extremely frustrated because – it's not like the Bills just outplayed you at the end. The Dolphins shot themselves in the foot, the stupid penalties at the end. Yeah. So while I'm I'm extremely proud of this team and and you know, I, I feel I feel grateful to have watched that game live. Um and I, I'm I'm just shocked at how well they played and they were able to stick in this game w- against the Bills. 
And like, that was the best playoff game we've seen in two decades. All that being said, bro, this Dolphins team should have won that game. I know. They should have won that I game. I know, dude. I know. It's a killer to, to get that Bills team to make that many mistakes. And like, yeah, you look at a, a scoreboard of the Bills, you know, getting 34 points. Man, I just thought the defense played balls out today. I, I know there were definitely some big gains. You got to live with that sometimes when you have a guy like Josh Allen because he's got a hoose. He's tough to bring down. But they came up with the turnovers they needed to really turn the momentum of that game. Um, I don't know what the hell was going on with the play calling. That 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 to me, that it is going to be one of those games where I feel like Mike McDaniel is going to face a lot of heat, and I think some of it's deserved. Like, look, he's yeah. had, he's had a very charmed rookie year and hasn't taken a lot of criticism. Um, but man, I don't know what the hell was going on there between him and Skyler. Some of the calls that he had for Skyler. And the, the 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 disastrous play clock situation. I don't know what the hell was going on there. In the fourth quarter, there were like four instances where you were either called a delay of game penalty, um, was called on the Dolphins, or the Dolphins had to use timeouts to avoid a delay of game penalty. And then on the most important play of the game, on a fourth and one, a fourth and inches, right? You're like, hey, Durham Smythe, go run it up the gut for a first down. Jeff Wilson, go get us this inch that we need. Like, are you kidding me? Delay of game on a fourth and one to, to, to give you a fresh set of downs, and then you're just one first down away from being in field goal range to tie the game and send this thing to overtime. I mean, I, like, I, I don't, I really don't understand it where there's 12 seconds left on the play clock multiple times in the fourth quarter of a game with a rookie quarterback, third string, and you're changing personnel with 12, 10 seconds left on the play clock. How? Like, you, you should be simplifying everything for for a situation like this. And instead, you're putting this kid in a brutal position where Durham Smythe and 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 Mike Kosicki are changing in the middle of a, a – right before the ball supposed to be snapped. I, I just – I don't – like, that to me, Tobin, that's why, like, credit Mike McDaniel preparing this team to come in here and and – like compete like this but also bro get it together get yeah, it together man look he he is an interesting guy and he's charmed a lot of us but I, there were plenty of times this year like you felt his rookiness like as as a head coach i think he's got a good future ahead of him i, I do but like this was a the the communications he's admitted them before about getting plays in, getting to be faster. And I don't know, like maybe Skylar Thompson just had another time a tough time regurgitating it, all of it. But it's a tough atmosphere. It's loud. I'm with you. Simplify it. Get it going. And that was just so discouraging because I think the thing that we were always and this is what you know this is part of where you miss Tua because and the the relationship that him and Mike have is that Tua everything was fast it's just like the plays got off fast the release was fast everything was fast and uh and this was just a a tough go of it with uh with Skyler at certain points he made some ball throws I'm not saying like Skyler was a bum today he certainly had you know certainly deserved a much better fate in the first half with uh with, with the drops the drops were inexcusable by the star receivers Waddle definitely picked it up with some some great throws late but yeah, he was getting left out to dry there. You got to pick him up at certain times. And I think the head coach does too. Yeah, and 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 then in, I mean, at the end of the first quarter, he throws a pick, um, which was clearly like his fault. Um, but in the second half, there were plays where he had Tyree Kill streaking down the middle of the field yeah. on a post pattern and just didn't see him. 
There was another play. He had him wide on open a, on fourth down too. He had yeah, him, like well, he had him wide open. He could have just yeah. if he would have ripped it down the middle. Uh, Tyreek Hill was there. Uh, there. There was another play. I can't remember if it was third down uh, in the third quarter. He had Trent Sherfield wide open, and he just he just overthrew. I think it was Jalen Waddle. Or, uh, or or Tyree Kill and just threw it out of bounds. And Trent Sherfield was like throwing a temper tantrum in the middle of the field. Like he was just so upset. Uh, but I mean, Tobin, I, I mean, it's your third string quarterback, seventh round pick, rookie. What, like, what, what were we expecting? You know? Yeah, I, I get it. I, I think the thing that's like is wild about him, though, is like he, he's, and this just, I think, is going to come with experience for the guy. The guy does have a good arm. I mean, we clearly saw that. I mean, he is. You know, he can rip it a little bit. It's just a matter of his decision-making is just – he's just so light. He's got so much experience that he's got to, uh, that he's got to get um, yeah. before he feels like he's completely ready. But, like, everything that you needed in this game, why it hurts, is, like, this had the cookings of all the upsets that you needed to get Josh Allen to turn the football over. You got monster special teams plays, which they haven't gotten. Really. These, are, these are elements that have, the Dolphins have not had all year between big turnovers and special teams plays. So they were getting all the things that they needed to, to, to cook this thing up. Um, you just don't, but, but the problem is like you also on the other side of that have to play. Once you start getting those things go your way, you have to play perfect. And they were also having their mistakes there. Those didn't really go away. And Buffalo's just too good. They're going to, they're yeah. going to, they're going to burn you on those. Yeah. That's a perfect way to put it. Like you caught all the breaks you needed to catch but you needed to play perfect, and you didn't. And and it was the complete opposite of it, especially offensively, the amount of false start penalties that were called on the Dolphins. Like, and then, like we were talking about, all the, the delay of games. Um, you, needed, you needed to play flawlessly in that area and, and hope that you, ca- you caught other breaks. And you know what? Like, I don't think the Dolphins really caught breaks, though, Tobin. They forced Josh Allen into some pretty uncomfortable situations. Like, at the end of the game, Bradley Chubb coming up huge. That's the best play Bradley Chubb's had in the Miami Dolphins jersey. And he gave his offense a chance. But Definitely. Christian Wilkins, Zach Sealer, um, Jalen Phillips, like that whole front. And, bro, the hit Eric Rowe put on Josh Allen, that was Goosey's. Monster. That was Goosey's, Goosey's, dude. That was Goosey's, dude. <laughs> no, I would say this. Like, I would say for the first, you know, probably 13 games of this season – that Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle were the best two players in the field uh, for the Dolphins. I think the last six games, I think I have that math right, five games, whatever, Zach Sealer and Christian Wilkins were the best players in the Dolphins. Yes. They were yes. so good. They they were so good. And and Zach Sealer getting that big man touchdown from the row fumble and scoring. And then it looked like Chris did Christian Wilkins put him in a rear naked chokehold? It looked like it, it looked, looked like it did. It, it looked, looked like he was trying like he, he was trying to get him to tap out. But uh that was cool. He was about to like, you know, spike the football. And then I guess he uh, he kept it because apparently his wife, Mrs. Sealer, uh, said that he promised her a game ball if he ever got a touchdown. So that's Goosey's for Zach Sealer. That's my guy. I love that guy. What about the scoop from Sealer? That, that's not easy. The, no. the big boys, the big boys always struggle with the scoop, right? They fall on it, and then it scoop just goes tough, crazy. Dude. The scoop to just and it just so silky smooth, just yeah. picked it up and walked into the end zone. Oof. Can we talk about what a baby this Josh Allen is, by the way? How about so him annoying. getting all sensitive? He throws a pick to Xavier Howard. And by the way, call him perfectly in stride there, Josh. A great throw. 
Uh, <laughs> and then he gets all sensitive because of, I don't know what Christian Wilkins did, you know, could have been grabbing junk, who knows, but they get into it again for the second time this year. And I feel like the third time over their careers and he tries to shove Christian Wilkins and just falls to the ground. Like, and so <laughs> that what in, happened? yeah, he shoves him and, and fell the first time. So then he had to get back up and got back in his face. And then the whole bills offensive line had to come in and tackle Christian Wilkins. What the hell happened there? How was that? How could that have possibly been um, unsportsmanlike conduct on Christian Wilkins? And it should I think have been. Was, who, yeah. who, uh, Dawkins? Is that who they called it on or whoever they called it I on? I don't know who they Bills. called it on. I was just so furious that they called You're, it. They called they, it offsetting. They Right. I mean, they tackled Christian Wilkins and somebody came in. I don't know who it was. I'm literally watching on the world's smallest TV monitor for our YouTube audience. I mean, this is like, that's what wow. we have to watch replays. Um, but like somebody took him out while he was on the ground. Somebody took him out. It was, uh, yeah, that was, that was really, really gross. It really was. There were a couple calls too. There was that hit on Ahmed where uh, an Ahmed had some balls plays too in this game. Really? really yeah. Where like, uh, Trevon Edmonds like comes in, lights his ass up and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought we cared about head injuries in this league. What the hell? And this guy, you know, led with his head, was going after Ahmed. Ahmed had to go get checked for a concussion. Um, they don't care, obviously, because it's not to a tongue of Iloa. And so he's back out there. But, like, yeah, these Bills, they got to go over this Milano's dirty playing all over the place. You know, no calls. No calls going the Dolphins' way at all. Hey, what about Thomas Morstead saving a big return, laying out Naheem Hines, and then the the official sent him in to go get checked by a neurologist just in case because he made a big tackle. Yeah, it was a good play though. I ever, I respect him for it. He's a jack Excellent kicker. play. He was a jack kicker, you know. So it hurts, man. I don't know how much time do you have before you got to bust loose. Like, what's the deal? Yeah, uh, probably a couple more minutes. Right. I, I, Tobin, I am, I, I am sad. Uh, I did. I really thought the Bills were going to put the Dolphins on their ass today. Like, I, I really thought that, and the Dolphins shocked me in, in a crazy way. And when they got the ball and they're driving, I'm thinking to myself, they're going to go win this football game. Like, yeah, he's going to hit Tyreek Hill down the middle. He's going to break off for, like, a big run, and the Dolphins are going to go win this football game. And I never in a million years thought the Dolphins would have a chance to win a football game. So, o- overall, like, I'm frustrated – I'm pissed off the way that they lost. I'm pissed off the way that they couldn't end up getting that fourth and one and all the, the penalties. But overall, like you have you have to be happy with the performance today. Um, I'm with you. Like screw moral victories, but I think you have to be happy with the performance. Just the fact that the Dolphins made this a football game and it was a fun game to watch. Well, I think this is the thing that you take away if you're a Dolphin fan is that for the entire season, everybody has been crowning Buffalo. They've been crowning them. And we've seen now in three matchups in three very different situations that no matter what the dolphins feel right there with Buffalo. And I don't know what that does for anybody or if that makes you feel any better, but like even talk, like it was so odd, dude, it was like, it was like watching a Celtics game on ESPN today. Celtics heat. Like it's so obvious they're rooting for the Celtics. It was so obvious Tony Roma and Jim Nance wanted the Bills to advance. It was almost gross. Like, is there's at one point on the broadcast where Tony Roma's like, the Bills season can't end like this, can it? I'm like, hey, hey, bro, what, what, what are you doing, Tony? 
And, and that dude, I mean, he's so obsessed with Josh Allen. Like, I mean, send him an edible arrangement, Tony. Who, by the way, <laughs> the jig is up. This guy's mailed it in so much. He predicts a couple plays, and then all of a sudden, everybody thinks he's God's gift to broadcasting. He's not that great. He's not that great. Do you know what he said? Like, multiple times today, he was saying, Mike McDaniel, Mike McDaniel's out here calling the plays. That's a rarity. Haven't seen that. I'm like, dude, he's been calling the plays all year. What are you talking all about? Season. All season. He mentioned it multiple times on the broadcast that he was calling plays for the first time. I was like, what are you talking about? Huh? It was he's turning, into, turning into Charles Barkley on NBA on TNT. I mean, he what's going on here? Dude, there was one time Nance just completely forgot a drive happened. I was like, what? What? I mean, what are you guys eating caviar while this game is going on with your <laughs> fat cat contracts? It was, it was, it was gross. But yeah, anyway, back to my point. But I think the thing you take away from a moral victory on this is that Look, you had three games against this team that everybody thinks if it's not them, it's the Chiefs is the best teams in football. And you, every game has been decided by three points. It's been there, like right there. You beat them barely with uh, you beat them barely. You lost to them barely. And then you lost to them barely again. And one, you didn't have your starting quarterback and had, you know, a bunch of injuries to deal with. Um, but you're right. You feel right there with them. And so I, I think, yeah, it's it's a hurt. It's a heartbreak ending. But I, I do think that this type of performance is is it, it it does somewhat ease the pain of the of the way the season ended going into the offseason and what they need to do to get over the hump and beat this team. If there's a silver lining, the stadium was dead for like 90 percent of the game after the 17 to nothing run uh, to open up the game. I'm talking about there was zero energy in this crowd. So if there's a silver lining today, Tobin. Bills fans thought they were going to come here for a four-hour party, and they got a 15-minute party to start the game, and then nail-biter for the rest of it, and they were all miserable for the entire game because they were shocked. So I'm happy with 65,000 suffering Bills fans any day. Uh, that's true. All right, man. Get on that trip. Safe trip home. Uh, we got some Tua news, so maybe uh, you know tomorrow, Tuesday, we'll porp again this week. We'll do a bit yeah. of a season recap for everybody. And uh, we mean it this time. All right. You know, we will, we will, we'll get to it, you know, but, uh, safe travels to you, dude, you know, get the hell out of Buffalo. I'm sorry. You had to go there sure. multiple times this year. Anytime you have to go to Buffalo <laughs> multiple times, that's an awful, awful year for you. It's miserable. Just miserable. <laughs> uh, that's the porpoise pot. Everybody, uh, go pour, pour a drink, soak this one in, reflect on the air. And we'll talk to you later this week.